I see mothers in black crying, brothers in backs down, plus everybody's high, too doped up to ask why, watching our own downfall, witness the end, it's like we don't believe in God, cause we live in this sin, I asked my homie on the block, why he strapped, he laughed, pointed his pistol, as the cop car passed and blast, it's just a mother, it's just another murder, nobody mourns no more, my teardrops getting bigger, but can't figure what I'm crying for, what is good, um, hope everybody's having a good day so far. Um, just getting to uh, starting off the week right. Uh, doing pretty good myself, man. <clears throat> um, it's gonna get right into it. Uh, it's gonna be a, a NFL episode. Um, and, and I just want to say this real quick, man. Um, I'm gonna talk about a few games, but I mainly want to talk about like Lamar Jackson. And the reason I want to talk about Lamar Jackson, well, this episode isn't gonna be just about him, but. He's the premise of why I made this episode. First and foremost, salute to uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson. Uh, currently, I made it no secret. <clears throat> Excuse me, I made it no secret. He's currently my favorite quarterback. I acknowledge Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback, of course. But, you know, I mean, you have your quarterbacks to root for. I like Lamar Jackson. I like Trevor Lawrence. I like the Jaguars as a team. I like Baltimore as a team as well, although Baltimore can Hey, man, look, Baltimore, holla at me, man. Look, I'll be a receiver for Lamar. Fuck it. <laughs> Shit. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, not like I was saying. Though. Um, so, I'm very high on Lamar Jackson. So, I've been noticing, man, ever since really Lamar won his MVP a few years ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. And justifiably so. I mean, he went 14-2. They lost that. I mean, they lost their first game in the playoffs. Uh, I remember uh, – uh, John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, uh, he should have played the starters at least half in that last game instead of resting them for essentially three weeks. They had the number one seed. They, if, if I remember correctly, I think they had the number one seed that year. Uh, they, yeah, they went fourteen and two. Um, and I remember certain games from that year too, man. Like when he played the Rams, when he played the Bills. That Rams game, he whooped their ass. I think the final score of that game was like forty-two to six or something like that. He's just like me for real. But um, I remember that Rams game. I remember that game they played the Buffalo Bills. I think they played Miami that year, too, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. But I remember those two games in particular, especially that uh, that uh, that Rams game because, man, Lamar was having a field day, bro. Like, that was crazy. But I've noticed, and I'm saying that to say, man, I've, so I've noticed ever since Lamar won his MVP he's held to a higher standard than his contemporaries, and rightfully so. Once you win the MVP and you win it unanimously, I mean, you don't regress from there. You progress from there. You get better. You make deep playoff runs. You win Super Bowls. You get to Super Bowls. You get to AFC Championship games. Lamar hasn't been to an AFC Championship game yet. Um, I do have faith in the brother. I would love to see him win a ring. Um, I'd love to see it. I really would, man. I root for Lamar. Um, I like their brother. Uh, well, I like his style of play. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, um, yeah, I like his style of play. I like the way he carries himself in interviews. He doesn't make excuses. Um, you know, so. And, man, if it's a quarterback I want to play for outside of Pat Mahomes, I said Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Third on my list is uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, because I'm, I'm very high on Trevor Lawrence, but I'll get to him in a moment. But... <sighs> But yeah, man. So, so I was watching a little uh, first take this morning, and you know, with Mr. Shannon Sharp, uh, Stephen A. Smith, Rex Ryan was on there. Uh, 
former coach of the former head coach of the New York Jets and defensive minded coach. I actually like Rex Ryan and his opinions at times. Well, I like his opinions at times, but something Shannon Sharp said that really kind of raised my antennas was, you know, what I said a moment ago. He said, you know, once you win an MVP, and I'm paraphrasing what Shannon Sharp said, he said, once you win an MVP, you know, you get held to a higher standard. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. I'm not disagreeing there. You know, like I said, MVP, most valuable player in the league with all these talented players. You know, you got your Pat Mahomes. He'll always be in the conversation as long as he stays healthy. You got your Tua Tagovailoa's. You know, he stays healthy. You know, he's in that conversation. You got your Joe Burrows. You got your Josh Allens, even though he's inconsistent. You got your Jalen Hurts. You got your, I already said Tua, you know what I'm saying? They're non-football, I'm non-football, non-quarterbacks. You got your Tyreek Hills, you got your Michael Parsons, you got your uh, you got your Nick Bosa's, you got your Justin Jefferson's, you know what I'm saying? I keep naming players, you know, but <clears throat> so I'm not disagreeing there, but one thing I kind of have drawback on with Shannon Sharp and you know, this isn't a me dissing Shannon Sharp, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, but one thing I am going to kind of disagree with or kind of not not call them out on, but one thing I've noticed. So they have, you know, if you ask media pundits or these quote unquote analysts, they have both Josh Allen and Justin Herbert ranked over Lamar Jackson. Um, if you ask me, Lamar Jackson is a top five quarterback. It's not six quarterbacks in the league better than him. I mean, I say it's three quarterbacks definitively that are better than Lamar. I feel comfortable saying that, but I mean, Josh Allen and Lamar, it's a debate. It's kind of a wash, in my opinion, and the reason I say that. Yeah, Josh Allen has been to an AFC Championship game two years ago, but he still got to an AFC Championship game, so he has a deep playoff resume or a deeper playoff resume than Lamar. Um, but Lamar Jackson does have the MVP unanimously. Lamar also is less turnover prone than Josh Allen. I know we. I, I mean, I know the the media likes to clown on the Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means, but objectively speaking, excuse me, but objectively speaking, uh, Dak Prescott has you know last year you know him missing. I think Dak missed what five games last year due to injury. Somebody can correct me on that, but Dak Dak Prescott missed. Um, five games last year due to injury and they talked about his interceptions and turnovers but I'm like why y'all not discussing Josh Allen's turnovers because Josh Allen has just as many turnovers if you want to count interceptions plus fumbles than Dak Prescott does so why are y'all not talking about Josh Allen's turnovers you see what I'm saying in the same in the same breath with Justin Herbert I mean he has uh, Austin Eckler he has Keenan Allen who's my second favorite receiver um for if if anybody wants to know, it's my top three favorite receivers. It's Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, and Stephon Diggs. Those are my favorite receivers currently playing. Um, I like other receivers as well, but those are the three I really watch the most. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, Justin Herbert, he has Austin Eckler. He has he has a better team around him offensively than Lamar does. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why why are all these excuses made for Justin Herbert? And that's what happened. They, they, they tried to heap too much praise on Justin Herbert too early. And I remember when the Justin Herbert hype first started. Um, now, I know they said because uh, he and Tua Tagovailoa, they came in the same draft and the, everybody was saying the Dolphins were stupid for picking Tua and shit like that. And I'm like, well, 
Seems like the Dolphins made the right choice, right? I was saying this last year, you know, when Tua went on this tear before he got injured and had the concussions and shit like that. Because Tua did suffer some concussions last year, let's just be honest. Um, so, yeah, man, like I remember when the Justin Herbert hype started. It was his rookie year. It was the second game of the season, if I remember correctly. They played Kansas City. Um, and the Chargers in Kansas City, since they're both in the same division. You know, division games, you play – um, you you play that team twice a year, um, so yeah. So they're both in the AFC West along with the Denver Broncos and the formerly Oakland Raiders, but now they're Las Vegas Raiders. Um, so yeah, I remember that. And he went quote unquote toe to toe with Pat Mahomes. I think the Chargers won that game. If I remember correctly, I I I mean I can't remember the uh, conclusion of the game or the result of the game, but. I do remember Justin Herbert had a good game. And you know how, like, when these uh, quarterbacks, they, you know, they're like their teams face off against each other. They, like, they make it a quarterback versus quarterback thing. They did it with Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, or <clears throat> or now they're doing it. Just, this shit, they just did it last night with Tua and Jalen Hurts. They both went to the same college, both won um, national championships together. Things of that nature. So, you know, they, they, um, okay, we, okay, we love to make comparisons. You know, we always want to see who's the better between the two. Excuse me. We always want to see who's the better between the two. So, yeah, man. So, Justin Herbert, ever since then, like, I've noticed, I'm like, bro, y'all giving Justin Herbert a little bit too much praise. I'm not saying he's a sorry quarterback. He's not that. I give him top 10, but top five. No, absolutely not. What has Justin Herbert done to be a top five quarterback? And what has Justin Herbert done to be to be um, picked over to Lamar Jackson? I mean, Justin Herbert, somebody can't correct me if I'm wrong, but Justin Herbert, if I remember correctly, last time I remember Justin Herbert didn't win any playoff games. Shit, the playoff game he was in last year, ironically enough, did he blow like a 27 nothing lead to Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars? That's a, so that's a top five quarterback. You mean tell me a top five quarterback blows a twenty seven nothing lead in the playoffs? That's what you tell me. He doesn't have an MVP. I, I think Justin Herbert won Rookie of the Year, if I remember correctly. Not taking anything away from him, but it's like Justin Herbert. You know, he's getting to that point now when it's like, okay, we're kind of seeing the kind of quarterback he is. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I. I just don't see it. I don't see a top five quarterback, and he's definitely not over Lamar Jackson. I take Pat Mahomes, of course, over Justin Herbert. I take Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. I take Tua over Justin Herbert. I take, although he's inconsistent and turnover prone, Josh Allen over Justin Herbert. I take Lamar Jackson over Justin Herbert. I take Jalen Hurts over Jason, over Justin Herbert. That's six quarterbacks I name right off the bat. You know what I mean? So what? That's that place is Justin. If I want to give him what that seventh spot, and just going off this season, I mean, Jared Goff is played better than him this season. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy and things like that. Although I'm not too high on Brock Purdy either. Um, I think he's more so a product of the system he's in versus him. It, that being him. Um, now, in my opinion, I think the 49ers can look like that regardless of who they have a quarterback. That's just my opinion. They did it with Jimmy Garoppolo. They tried to do it with uh, Trey Lance. He just can stay healthy. Now they're doing it with Brock Purdy. I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy or, as they call him, Mr. Irrelevant. But let's just be honest. I mean, 
when the uh, 49ers lost to the Cleveland Browns. Salute to them. They have a really good defense. Um, Yeah, so like I was saying, yeah, that – and I'm watching these games too, man. I just want to put that out there. You know how, like, a lot of people, they actually – or they watch the highlights and then they try to give their critique. Like, it's easy to – judge off the final score, but you got to watch the game. It's a missed call. It's a call here. It's a bad play there. It's a lack of discipline like the Dolphins had last night. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know a lot of Dolphins fans are saying, oh, the Philadelphia referees won the game. Well, I mean, y'all did have, what, like 10 penalties, and a lot of those were on the same player. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Like, y'all offensive line, they were undisciplined. Um, but let me let me get to the point. Or let me finish my point, rather. So I'm actually watching these games. Um, yeah, so I'm actually watching these games because uh, I did want to make it a habit of actually watching these sporting events. You know, because it does make for better content, in my opinion. I'm burping a lot. I'm sorry. I just had some rice and goat and goat meat. So good, man. So good. But like I was saying, I'm actually watching these games. So... The fact of Brock Purdy, he had uh, okay Christian McCaffrey and uh, and Debo Samuel. They like they went out with injury, but I'm like you still have George Kittle and you still have Brandon Ayuk. So how do you not win that game? You know, like I mean I know not I mean Christian McCaffrey and Debo or Trent Williams, offensive lineman, the great offensive lineman that is. For the San Francisco 49ers, I know having them there helps a lot, helps tremendously, especially in the run game. Excuse me, but how do you have George Kittle, a top five tight end, and Brandon Ayuk, who's a number one receiver? How do you have them in the game? And I'm, I'm, like in my opinion, and it, and it's not like the game was back and forth. It was a low scoring game. I think the final score of that game, that Cleveland at 49ers game, was like 17-19. Wasn't that the final score? And I'm like, okay, well, if you're that guy, you got to get it done. No excuses. Um, so, yeah. But back to the Herbert point, I mean, he's the bottom half of the top ten, in my opinion. Um, now I know they really going to be mad at me on this one. I'll take Dak Prescott over uh, Justin Herbert, me personally. I mean, Dak has playoff success. I mean, Dak plays for the Cowboys, so – Obviously, Dak's going to be judged in a different way than other quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's fair or I agree with it, but I understand it. I mean, he does play for the Cowboys. The Cowboys, you know, they, they, they do have a very rich history. They have certain expectations from when they won all those Super Bowls. So, I mean, I get it from that standpoint. <clears throat> now, do I think Dak Prescott is judged fairly? Uh, sometimes I don't. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I don't. Part of it is because of his race, I'll be honest. Um, and I'm not the type to just throw the race thing around because I think that's a low-level point that a lot of black people make, you know, when they don't have a fair argument. They they oh, you're just saying that because I'm black. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those people. But it's it's applicable at times. Race does have, you know, like with Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, in my opinion, when we judge these two quarterbacks, I think it's mainly because of their race. You know what I'm saying? That them playing the quarterback position, and 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 we know the history of the NFL and the black quarterbacks, especially the uh, dual threat quarterback. Um, you know, it's been 
said about us that we can't process information fast and we're just looked at as these brutes. You know, we're not leaders of franchises and shit like that. Uh, but quarterbacks like Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon and, you know, all these other great dual third quarterbacks who are, who are, who are so-called black, uh, Michael Vick, um, you know, Vince Young at, at a point in time, Donovan McNabb, you know, guys like that. Um, they they kind of broke that mold or shattered that mold. Now today we have a Pat Mahomes, we have a Lamar Jackson, we have a Dak Prescott, we have a Tua. Although he's not quote unquote black, I know he's Samoan, but close enough. Fuck it, shit, <laughs> shit. They look like us hell. If you really look at Samoan people, bro, they they really look. Well, never mind. I ain't lying. To you. But um, yeah, man, we got the uh, who, uh, who's another black quarterback out there? You got Russell Wilson. I mean, I know he suck ass now. Well, it was a point in time, you know, and then, you know, as as well as he's not in the league currently, but Cam Newton, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, we know what's been said about the dual third quarterback. So, like I was saying, man, like Justin Herbert, I'm not high on Justin Herbert. I never have been. Until I see more from him, I'm still going to look at him in the same manner. He's bottom of the half, top ten quarterback in the league, despite all that. I mean, I think that's fair. I don't know how he, I mean, he hasn't, he doesn't have anything with his resume warranting him, besides his resume, but his resume and the way he's been playing these past few years, that doesn't warrant him being a top five quarterback. I don't care about how tall he is. I don't care how quote unquote strong his arm is. I'm like, you, like, you're a quarterback, you're a professional quarterback. Like we, like you're a professional quarterback in the NFL. I would hope that you can throw the ball far down the field. I mean, that's literally in your job description. That's process information quickly, read the defense, then throw the ball down the field. And if you don't have the ball down the field, you know, make your check downs. Do your check downs. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Um, yeah. So like I said, Justin Herbert, he's not a top five quarterback. I don't. He's not better than Lamar Jackson. I don't care about him being taller or having a quote unquote stronger arm. I'm just saying, you you give Lamar Jackson those weapons on offense, and I guarantee you, they have some play. They like they have playoff wins, you know. And they're damn sure not blowing a twenty seven nothing lead in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? To Trevor Lawrence. Now that's no not the Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars because they're my sleeper team in the AFC. Um, I do like Jacksonville. I like their quarterback, of course. I like Trevor Lawrence. I like their defense. I think the Jaguars have a, have a very underrated defense. I like the skill position players. The Jaguars, and at times, they, they do show like they're still a young team, um, just like they did when they beat the Saints. I, like, I watched that game as well. Fuck the Saints. I'm just glad the Saints lost. But, and I'll be objective. Really, like, the, like, the way it was looking, like the first half, same like Jacksonville just running away with it. Second half, I'll be honest, man. Like I don't like the Saints, but I give credit where it's due. I really thought they were going to win that game. If we could make the point, they should have won that game, or you know, at, at, at like at worst, should have been going in overtime. We could definitely make that case. Um, but if it was the fifth, we'd all be drunk. But yeah, so. Yeah, so, the, so like I was saying, the Jaguars, they're a young team, so they're going to make mistakes at times. Um, or they're going to have those moments when it's like, yeah, like y'all are – at times y'all look like a top contender in the AFC, and then it's times it's like, yeah, well, you can't really compete with Kansas City, and or you won't be able to compete 
or beat a team like Kansas City or Baltimore or Cincinnati or whoever these other teams, top contending teams or an AFC or Dolphins or the Miami Dolphins, teams like that, playing un, playing an undisciplined brand of football. Um, but a win's a win. Um, but still, it's, it's, it's things you can do better despite you winning as well. You know, because, I mean, like I said, people just look at the score and think, oh, Jacksonville won. But that game really should not have been that close. Be honest with you. Like I said, I watched the game, and that game should not have been that close. But, like I was saying, I'm not on on uh, on uh, Justin Herbert like that. I know sports, um, these so-called analysts are. Why that is, I have no clue. And like I said, they make any and every excuse. They make any and every excuse for Justin Herbert. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna come a point in time if he's if he stays on his trajectory. Gonna have a I mean, we're gonna have a conversation about him being a bust. I mean, let's just be honest. Y'all were so quick to call Jamarcus Russell a bust. I'm not saying Justin Herbert is that bad, but I mean, y'all are so quick to label the black quarterbacks as bust. Y'all were so quick to do it to Baker Mayfield. I mean, I'm not that high on Baker Mayfield. He had that one good year. He had an okay rookie year, and then that year where they beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs, you know, when he was with Cleveland, they had Odell, they had Jarvis Landry and all those guys. Um, they had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So they actually had a nice little squad. I'm not going to lie. They, like, they did have a good team, I'll be honest. I don't think Baker was the answer at quarterback, but they, they had a good team nonetheless. <clears throat> Excuse me. They, they, they had a good team nonetheless. But with that being said, um, you know, they classify Baker as a bust. And Baker won a playoff game. Now, he wasn't the sole reason they won a playoff game, but he contributed. You know what I mean? It was made of that defense and that run game was why they won that game against Pittsburgh. Um, but, I mean, that, I mean, that's so quick to label uh, Baker Mayfield a bust. Now, how come they're not doing the same thing with Justin Herbert? I mean, he, uh, I mean, he and Tua, they came out in the same draft, and they were quick to call Tua a bust. You know what I'm saying? They're singing his, pra- they're they're singing his praises now. Um, they were doing the same thing. Well, they had questions last year. They kind of felt like last year was a fluke. Um, but then he got injured, so I mean, it's kind of last year was kind of a wash. Um, they still went to the playoffs, though. Um, they obviously didn't win, but you know, they still went to the playoffs. But fucking Justin Herbert blew a 27 nothing lead in the playoffs. The supposedly top five quarterback who rivals Pat Mahomes. He, he doesn't rival Pat Mahomes. But this so-called top five quarterback, this so-called top five quarterback who rivaled Pat Mahomes his rookie year, blew a 27 nothing lead in the playoffs. And if I remember correctly, the Chargers were at home too, if I remember correctly. I, I could be wrong about that, but I, I believe the Chargers were at home because they were the higher seed. But... But nonetheless, you still blew a 27 nothing lead in the playoffs. Top five quarterbacks don't do that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, man, like I said, Lamar, uh, he's a top five quarterback in my opinion. Now, debate, now it's a better debate between he and Josh Allen. You can say, well, oh, Josh Allen actually beat Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, which he did. Um, you can say Josh Allen went to the AFC Championship game and – "Quote unquote outplayed Pat Mahomes and that whole outplaying Patrick Mahomes shit. I just want to touch on that real quick. I like I talk about being the example or being the standard a lot. Pat Mahomes is definitely the standard because anytime a quarterback has a good year, 
outside of Pat Mahomes, who's the first person they compare him to. Fuck it, Pat Mahomes. It's, it's, it's just like when Tom Brady was playing. Salute to uh, Mr. Tom Brady. Just like when Tom Brady was playing, you know. They And I actually made that that, that correlation earlier, you know, like, where there's Peyton Manning, they compare him to Tom Brady. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, they compare all those quarterbacks to Tom Brady back in the day, you know. And Tom Brady got to a point he wasn't even being compared with his contemporaries. He was being compared with Joe Montana. So that's how you know you're setting yourself apart. You're not even being compared to quarterbacks that, that's playing in your era. You're getting compared with the greatest of the great in the previous era. That's how you know you like. That's how you know you like like you're the standard. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's, and it's the same thing with Pat Mahomes. I mean, if Pat Mahomes stopped playing right now, he's the first Battle Hall of Famer. And he's in the beginning of his prime. And this dude is already a first is already a first battle hall of fame. Now we could have a debate on or a conversation on how many rings we think Pat Mahomes will finish with. I mean, nobody knows that. But at the same time, currently playing, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback. He has the best resume. He's always updating his resume. I mean, shit, the dude just came off winning the Super Bowl last year, and they look prime and ready to make another run at it again. They're six and one, should be seven and zero. Shit. Them fucking receivers, Kansas City, they they couldn't catch A's from a, from a street prostitute. Man, that line game. I said, bro, what are y'all doing? I said, Pat Mahomes, holla at me, man. <laughs> Andy Reid, Big Reid. Hey, man, holla at your boy CEO, man. You know what Travis Kelsey ain't there? Hey, man, I'll step up. I ain't no Travis Kelsey. Damn it, I'll get the job done. Fuck it. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, um... <clears throat> But yeah, man, like I was saying, so Pat Mahomes, he's definitely the standard. You know, he has two Super Bowl rings, three Super Bowls he's been to all together. He has two two regular season MVPs. He has two super I almost said two finals MVPs. He almost has well, he has two uh Super Bowl MVPs. He has thrown for fifty plus touchdowns twice. He's thrown for over five thousand yards, you know what I'm saying? Twice if I remember correctly, probably more than that. Um so the guy, I mean, he's definitely the standard. I mean, he does, but that's how it is when you're that great. When you're that great, you make it, I don't want to say unfair, but, you know, I mean, you like he's really in a class of his own. And Pat Mahomes is in that same breath that Tom Brady's in. Not comparing Pat and Tom Brady, but what I mean by that is, like I said a moment ago, Pat Mahomes isn't even being compared with quarterbacks of this era. Uh, uh, Pat Mahomes is being compared with Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, um, all these other guys, John Elway. I mean, that was Pat Mahomes, the top five quarterback of all time, if you ask me. I mean, the brother's still currently playing, but just off his resume currently, I mean, I don't see why he's not in that discussion for top five. I mean, I mean, outside of Tom Brady, Joe Montana, I think those two are definitively better than Pat Mahomes. But outside of that, what other quarterbacks can we say definitively are better than Pat Mahomes? Do, can we just say that Peyton Manning was better than Pat Mahomes? Although, you know, growing up, Peyton Manning was my guy. Or pregnant head, as my uncle, as my uncle would call him. Um, Peyton Manning was my guy, but objectively speaking, he has the same amount of rings as, as uh, Peyton. Uh, he's a little more decorated. Well, Peyton is more decorated, I'm sorry, because he played longer in all pros. And me, Peyton went to four Super Bowls, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think Peyton went to four Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, four Super Bowls altogether. So, what about Aaron Rodgers? Um, I take Pat Mahomes all the time over Aaron Rodgers. That's just me. Um, 
yeah, Aaron Rodgers has that Super Bowl ring, but I, but that post Super Bowl era or not Super Bowl era, but post well after the the uh, Packers beat the Steelers in in the uh, in the Super Bowl when Aaron Rodgers got his first ring, Aaron Rodgers hadn't really done much of anything in the playoffs, especially these well those last two years of Green Bay got his ass handed to him by the uh by the by the or as Skip Bayless would call them the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then they lost again. To the uh to the Forty ers that 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 next year in the playoffs and both of those years they had home field and Aaron Rodgers made a big deal about oh yeah well I never had home field in the playoffs well you had home field you had the number one seed in the in, in the NFC and you lost so Stephen A Smith will say no excuse so but yeah man so Pat Mahomes is definitely currently the best quarterback player right now um so he's number one but yeah so I said all that to say. Excuse me. So I said all that to say that that, that Lamar, in my opinion, is a top five. And the episode isn't done with yet because I because I want to touch on uh, last night's game as well too, the clash of the titans, if you want to call it that. Um, so yeah, man. So like I was saying, uh, Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, is a top five quarterback. Um, yeah, I was making a debate between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I mean, me personally, I take Lamar over Josh Allen. That's just me personally. Lamar is less turnover prone. Now, it's some it's some cons to Lamar. I'll be honest. I'm not saying he's his perfect player. Lamar has missed a lot of games over the last few seasons due to injury. Let the media tell it is due to his style of play, but all of his injuries have come inside the pocket. So it's not like Lamar. It's like a Cam Newton. Hell, even a Josh Allen. Do y'all see the like? Do y'all see the hits that Josh Allen is taking? I'm like, bro, you need y'all need to learn how to slide. I mean, I get fighting for extra yardage, but you gotta live to fight another down, bro, for real. Like we get it. You're a big quarterback, no homo I'm talking about Josh Allen, you're six five, two forty, two fifty. Um you run like a deer caught in the headlight at times, but I'm boy, you look like a deer caught in the headlight. Or yeah, you look like a deer that's that's, you know, you flash the headlights on that deer. Like that's how Josh Allen runs to me. I don't know. It's just funny watching Josh play, but he be gone too, boy. I ain't gonna lie to I damn, he just like me for real. No, I'm just playing. I'm better. <laughs> but no, man, no seriousness. So it's like Lamar doesn't take those hits that Josh Allen takes. I know they talk about the longevity of Lamar Jackson, but what about the longevity of Josh Allen? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, Josh Allen invites that contact. It's kind of Cam Newton-esque. You know what I mean? I've watched Cam Newton since he was in college. Like, a lot of those times, Cam Newton Cam Newton would run through, like, linebackers and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like and Josh Allen doing the same thing. You know, over time, like, those hits add up. You know, you, you don't care about them now, but trust me, when you get, like, the 30, 30, like 30, 32, 35 years old, you can't be taking those hits. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how old Josh Allen Josh, – I, I think Josh Allen is in his late 20s. Um, I don't know how old exactly he is, but like I said, man, so the styles of play, I'm like, well, Lamar really doesn't take punishment like that. Well, first of all, they can't catch him. Shit, even when they do catch him, Lamar goes down. It's not like – I can probably count how many big hits Lamar has actually taken. You know, Lamar hasn't really taken it. It's it's like sometimes, well, like a few times, like, damn, Lamar, you probably shouldn't have taken that. We probably should have just slid or went out of bounds. But Josh Allen, I can remember countless. Like, I can remember time and time again. I'm like, bro, you got to remember, you're the quarterback, bro. You're not a running back. Like, I get it. You want to, you know, 
your dual threat quarterback, but still, bro, you got to live to fight another down, especially when you're the franchise, because you're the franchise, you know, of, of the uh, Buffalo Bills. But like I was saying, if somebody could say, well, you know, Lamar hasn't been healthy the last few years, well, I mean, which is true, not not debating that. Um, somebody could say, well, you know, Josh Allen's been to the AFC Championship game. The furthest Lamar has gone is is in a divisional game, you know, the the uh, divisional round when they lost to Josh Allen and, and the Buffalo Bills, you know. So that's a fair point there. But in my opinion, like I said, with Josh, with uh, with Lamar being less turnover prone. He he gives he gives the he gives the opposing team less chances. Josh Allen he he like he gives the like he gives the opposing team more chances because of his style of play. You know he's he's I mean let's just be honest. Josh Allen is turnover prone. Even at his best, he's gonna have an interception. He's gonna have a fumble, and those are two opportunities that the opposing team. And if it's a Pat Mahomes, if it's a you know, a two attack by Law and the Dolphins, or if is it like especially in the playoffs, if you give us like a team extra possessions, I mean they're I mean they're gonna come back and fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? But like I was saying, Lamar, salute to the brother. He's a top five quarterback. I like how the media has Josh Allen and other quarterbacks over Lamar, but he's held to a higher standard. That that like that really makes no sense to me, and that's really the gist of what I'm saying. Like, how do you have somebody held to a higher standard? Rightfully so. He won a unanimous MVP. He won a playoff game. Uh, he has a high win total. Win, uh, uh, I mean, win the loss ratio. I, I don't know what it is exactly. I probably should have Googled that or researched that before I came on this episode. If it's okay, he has very, he has a good win to loss ratio. I think it's like three to one or something like that. I know it's something crazy, but um, or maybe a little more than that to be honest with you. Um. So yeah, I'm like, how do you have these quarterbacks who have achieved less right over him, but yet he's held to the higher standard? Like that makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? So that's on that topic, or that's to that point. And um, and and as far as the game last night, man, I just want to say, man, salute to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Eagles are. I mean, I've made it no secret, but I'll say it again. You know, the Eagles, uh, growing up, they were my squad when they had Michael Vick. They had uh, LaShawn McCoy. They had Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, Jason Avant, Brent Selleck. Uh, from the defense, they had Trent Cole. So, that, 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 that was my squad growing up, man. I was hurt when they lost some green band to play. I know for you that shit. I really thought the Eagles were going to go to the Super Bowl that year. I, I said, man, I said, man, I, I, I was saying to myself, man, we beat Green Bay. We gonna win it all. I said the very. I, I, I said that's the worst. We going to the Super Bowl. Man, we lost that game. I said, ah, oh, no. well, my soul was hurt. <laughs> Somebody go ask me, was it as hurt as as over Carolina lost Super Bowl? Hell no. I had PTSD for two years after that shit. We ain't gonna talk about. It. We ain't gonna talk about. It. We ain't gonna talk about. It. But yeah, man. So you know, I, I do go back to the Eagles, uh, or I do have you know a little history with the Eagles. Um, deep down, I'll always root for the Eagles, man. You know, they have Jalen Hurst. They have A.J. Brown, who's another player I'm, I'm high on. Um, you know, they have uh, A.J. Brown, who's a player I'm high on, even back to his Tennessee days. Um, A.J. Brown is showing why he's a true number one receiver. So that's a great pickup by the Eagles last season. Um, you know, say Jalen Hurst, he's, like, he's a good quarterback, you know. Um, 
but Jalen Hurts just has to cut back on the turnovers. Like, I was watching that game last night and that fumble and that pick six. I mean, that's why they lost the Super Bowl last year. goes back to what I said about giving team – you know, giving the opposing team extra opportunities. Like you give them, like you give a team a short field position. At the worst, it's three points. And then you give a guy like Pat Mahomes extra possessions. That's the last thing you want to do. Last thing you want to do is get that dude extra possessions because this dude they can they can drop points like that. Especially if we're going off to, you know, back in the day when they had Tyreek Hill and all them. You know, they can put up shit. They did it to the Patriots. They put up like twenty four points in like three minutes or some shit like that. Less than three minutes actually. Um. So yeah, so yeah, man. A guy like Pat Mahomes, you don't like you don't want to give that guy extra possessions because he's that great. Hey man, he'll make you suffer for it for real. So um, so record wise, and this goes back to what I mean about watching the games. You know, record wise, if you look at the Eagles, like, oh man, they six and one. Like yeah, like they lost to the Jets last week. That wasn't a good loss, but I don't. You know, I don't believe in moral victories. I mean, shit, you either win the game or you lose it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can take away some positives from it or things you may have done well, but you didn't do those things well enough to win the game. You know, so these people, <clears throat> I think I heard of Chris Collinsworth, if that's his name. Um, he was commentating last night. He was like, you know, the Dolphins, they can take away a moral victory. I'm like, ain't no fucking moral victory. Like, these fucking owners and shit, they don't pay these guys hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for fucking moral victories. They pay for wins and losses. They pay, okay, can you get your job done? Can you get the job done on the bigger stage? That's what they get all this money for. Money come down by no moral victory. I mean, shit, the Dolphins got their ass whooped. And, I, and, and, and like I said, outside of that pick six that Jalen Hurst threw, that game wasn't even close. It shouldn't have been that close. That game really should have been like 31-10. And the only reason the Philadelphia Eagles didn't score again because they got in the red zone, they said, fuck it, we're just going to take a knee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it was me, I would have ran a score up. I ain't going to lie, but if it was me, fuck, I don't give a fuck. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? You live to fight another day, you know, and then, you know, you can have a major injury. You know, God forbid you can have an injury. It is football. It's a very unforgiving sport. You can have an injury to a key player at the wrong moment. It's like, damn, we already had the game on. Should have just took a knee. So I get it from that standpoint. But, you know, the man, you know, the Madden player in me, although we're talking about real life, I'd have ran the score up. I'd be like, fuck, fuck y'all. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and 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 I had a feeling going into that game that the Eagles would win too, because they're, it's, it's, I'm, I mean it's kind of like boxing. I mean stylistically, I mean the Eagles, they they slow the game down, and I was saying that going into the game too. I'm like, man, the Eagles they gonna kill the clock, <laughs> even if they don't score. Like, bro, they gonna kill the clock. They gonna have a. 14, 15 play drive for like five, six, seven, eight minutes. And that's exactly what they did. But they were, but they were scoring touchdowns. Um, like I said, outside of those two turnovers by Jalen Hurts, especially that, that, that pick six, um, the game was really should have been a blowout. You know what I'm saying? And I know people are saying, well, the Dolphins are not legit. No, the Dolphins are legit. They just, I mean, hey, man, the Dolphins are, 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 a, fin- are a finesse team. You know what I mean? So the Eagles, they like they make the game ugly. They they rough the game up. You know what I mean? And 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 like they say, man, it all starts up front. The Eagles run up front. They won their offensive line won, and their and that defensive line definitely showed up. My goodness, with like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox and all those guys and Josh Sweat, I think that's his name and uh, Josh Sweat. <laughs> but he just like me for real. But 
No, man, and all those guys, man, and Darius Slay and all those guys, man, like they like they have a squad on their defense, man. Um, so the Eagles are very primed to make another Super Bowl run as well. Um, but yeah, man, Josh, I, I, I said Josh Allen. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he just has to cut back on the turnovers because he's a good quarterback, and that quarterback uh, push shove that they have, that 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 play that they run on like fourth and one. Man, that play is so automatic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I was hearing, I don't know if the NFL is talking about banning that play. I don't know why they would because, I mean, they can't stop it. You know, it's not like it's an illegal play. It's not like – or nothing like that. I mean, teams just can't stop it. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's a strong quarterback. He's a physical quarterback. Very athletic. And I'm, so I'm like, well, if you don't like him running the play, just stop it. Make him fumble. You know what I'm saying? Um. So yeah, man. The uh, I know a lot of Dolphins. I know a lot of Dolphins fans are saying that. Oh, like oh, the referees. Like no, y'all had all those penalties. Dolphins, y'all played an undisciplined brand of football. Like I said, I watched the game. Like y'all had three false starts on one player. I forgot his name. Number number 66 for the, the offensive line for the Dolphins. His name was, uh, I know his last name was Cotton. I forgot his first name. But he had like three false starts that I counted. You know what I'm saying? And a holding call. Or it could have been two false starts and a holding call. But that's 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 three penalties right there on one player. You know what I'm saying? And that's a loss of yardage, you know, because once you get a false start, you get a holding call. I don't care if you score a touchdown, which the Dolphins did at first originally. Um, they did score a touchdown, I think, in the first half to Tyreek Hill. Or it would have been a touchdown, but he got called for holding of some sort. Uh, that Cotton player did. Uh, that offensive lineman, number 66 for the Dolphins, he got called for holding. That's seven points wiped off the board. Um, then on the defensive end, jumping off sides, you know, and pass interference and things like that. They ain't come back to get you, man. You know what I'm saying? And a team like the Eagles, they're going to look to control the time of possession. I mean, more times than not, the Eagles are going to win that time of possession just for, I mean, just because of how they're, that, that style of play that the Eagles have and that they run, you know, like they have that style. You know, they're going to, okay, they're going to make the game ugly, even if they just get a field goal. That's seven, eight minutes off the clock. And if you don't score a field goal or if you don't score at all, that's like shit next thing, you know, the, the shit the first quarter damn near over with. And that's what happened last night. That's what happened to the Dolphins, you know. Like that, like the Eagles' first drive, if I'm correctly, like they had over six minutes of, of time of possession. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> and I was even saying that. I was like, man, they going to kill the clock. I, like even going into the game, I'm like, bro, they were getting first down after first down. That's just shit. The Eagles going to kill the clock. You know what I'm saying? And they rightfully so. I mean, they had the team to do it. They had the personnel to do it. And they're successful at it. I mean, it got them to a Super Bowl. They were one fumble away from potentially winning it, you know. So, or one lost fumble away from winning it, rather. I'm sorry. So, to all you Dolphins fans, shut up. Take your L. Um, and maybe the blueprint is out on how to beat the Dolphins. Um, of course, they lost to Buffalo. Sorry, but Buffalo's so trash this year. I'm sorry. How the fuck y'all lose to the Patriots, the Patriots bro? Y'all lost to the Patriots. How y'all like, man? I don't want it shit by Buffalo. <laughs> I really don't. But I know the Dolphins lost to the Bills and lost to the uh, Eagles last night. Two teams who play a physical brand and style of football. Um, so maybe that's the key to beating the Dolphins. You know, maybe you control time position, you get physical, you win up front. 
I know it's a lot easier said than done, but like I said, the Buffalo Bills, they had that personnel. Plus, that's a division game for the uh, for the Dolphins, you know, being in the AFC. So when you play a team twice a year, sometimes three times a year, if both of you all match up in the playoffs, but twice a year for sure, um, you know, it's easier to, like, you know, tendencies, you know, patterns, you know, plays, you know, certain calls, signal calls and audibles and things of that nature. So you know this team, they're familiar with you and you're familiar with them. You know what I mean? So those division games are always tough. No, I don't care how good your division is or how bad it is. Like seeing a team twice a year is never, is never a guarantee you're going to win that game, you know, because – like I said, they see you twice a year, so they so they can see things other teams can't. Or maybe they play you a certain way, and a team that you play once a year, but like, oh, okay, so 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 that's how it is. Okay, and maybe the Eagles, now maybe or maybe the no, I can say maybe well when the Eagles saw, you know, the film of that Buffalo game, the Eagles were like, hmm, okay, we're a very like we're a very physical football team as well. Um, you know, the weather going into this time of year, especially in the East Coast, is crazy. Um, I know a lot of Dolphins fans don't like when people say that, but weather does play a factor. You know, in Miami, it's always sunny and, you know, great weather. And, I mean, humid as fuck. The humidity is crazy. But, um, yeah, the humidity is crazy. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, going into teams like Buffalo and, or playing teams like Buffalo and Eagles, these physical teams that just, you know, just want to run the rock or run the ball, as they say, or kill the clock or control time possession. You know, this, like this time of year, they're going to use that to their advantage. And rightfully so. They, like, they should definitely use this to, to, uh, their, to their advantage. Um, and maybe that's the blueprint on how to stop this Dolphins team. Um, and then, too, the Dolphins are not all the way healthy. I know a lot of Dolphins fans will be like, well, we're missing a lot of key players. I mean, yeah, true. But it's the NFL, man. No team is 100% healthy. I mean, look at look around the league, man. No team is like no team is 100% healthy, especially around this time of year and the deeper we get into the season. No team is just 100% healthy, and you're not going to be 100% healthy. That's just how the game goes. But salute to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh I mean, I had a feeling they would win that game. I know everybody's high on the Dolphins, rightfully so. I mean, the Dolphins are having a good year outside of those two losses, but they're still leading their division, and they only have two losses. You know what I'm saying? I know they play Kansas City. Do, do the Dolphins play Kansas? I, I think they play – I forgot who they play, but I, knew, but I know the Dolphins do play Kansas City. So, you know, that could potentially be an AFC championship game but, uh, preview, potentially. Um, depending on the seedings and how, you know, things like that add up or line up. But these two teams could very well see each other in, in the uh, postseason, you know, because by, 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 by all accounts, I mean, how I was looking, the AFC is more than likely going to run through Kansas City again. How I was looking, if things stay how they are. Um, but, yeah, so with that being said, um, Great, great week of football. Um, yeah, man, great week of football. Um, just wanted to make this episode real quick. And the and the Lamar Jackson disrespect would not be tolerated. You know, I just wish these analysts. But then again, they're just paid fans. That's that, that man. It's all these analysts are like they don't speak from a point of objectivity. 
you know, just like I brought up the Cowboys. Like, they always talk about the fucking Cowboys. And nothing wrong talking about the Cowboys, you know? I mean, the Cowboys, they, they do generate views. and They're the Cowboys. They're a quote-unquote America's team. I don't agree with that. But they, I mean, the Cowboys, I mean, you know, Jerry Jones has made that team up. You know, he's made that team a, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? He's made that team a, a global brand. You know what I mean? Um, like, they're the most popular franchise in all the sports. I mean, I'm not breaking news by saying that. Whether you like them, you, you, you love them, you hate them, you dislike them or whatever. I mean, everybody talks about the fucking Cowboys. I mean, how many times you... I mean, I mean, the Cowboys are that that uh, polarizing of a team. Like they generate so much love, and they get the equal, and they get equal amount of hate, if not more hate, than they get love. Um, that's just how it is, man. But like I said, man, Lamar Jackson isn't fairly critiqued in my opinion. Because um, how do you have certain quarterbacks who achieve less than him ranked over him, but he's held to a higher standard? Shouldn't those other quarterbacks be held to that same high standard? Or shit, since they're ranked more than, or or since they're ranked above him, shouldn't they be held to a higher standard? Like, what is Justin Herbert? Back to my point again, I'm going to keep saying it. And the reason I keep saying Justin Herbert, it's not out of hate. I'm not coming from a point of malice or anything like that. Because I actually like the Chargers. Um, like I said, they have one of my favorite receivers in Keenan Allen. Um, they have another player I like in in in, in uh, Khalil Mack. I like Derwin James as well too. And with the Florida State with Jalen Ramsey, and Jalen Ramsey is another player who I'm high on. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, like, what has Justin Herbert done to be looked at as a top five quarterback? No, because and one thing I do like that Shannon Sharp said. He said it's really only like three to four elite quarterbacks, and I agree with that. You know, everybody, you have one good game or whatever the case may be, you have one good year and then you're deemed this elite quarterback or this elite player, and that's not true. It's far from the truth. You know, you have to put time in. You have to be like a Pat Mahomes. You have two Super Bowl rings and been to three Super Bowls, and you have the regular season as well as the postseason success. Um, Joe Burrow, he's had deep playoff runs. He went to the Super Bowl in another AFC Championship game. Um now, do I consider Lamar? I said Lamar. Now, do I consider Lamar Jackson elite? I mean, I do. Like I said, he has the. He may not have had, or he doesn't have the postseason accolades like uh, Pat Mahomes, or you know, he hasn't had a deep playoff run or playoff runs like Joe Burrow has had. But the brother has won a playoff game, and he does have a unanimous MVP under his belt. How many people can say they have won the MVP unanimously? You know what I'm saying? And to Shannon Shaw's point this morning, he said Lamar is one of only three guys to win the MVP currently in the league. Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. He's one of three. So I'm like, okay. So I get him being held to a high standard. But it's like, why are people that ranked over him held to a to a lesser standard, but Lamar is judged higher than people that are ranked over him? So that, so that, that point really makes no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much the episode. Um, yeah, I just wanted to give my thoughts on that. I know my time is running short since they, uh, since they, uh, since Anchor is making these podcasts only like an hour long now, um, which is fine. I don't need 12 hours. I don't need 12 hours, uh, you know, all, these, all this time just to get my point across. I can get my point across a short amount of time.
But I'm, I'm going to do my best to make these podcasts longer since I'm, I'm, I'm assuming just by the numbers people like these longer episodes. So I'm going to do my best to make them, you know, around this this uh, duration or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, like, they're not critiqued fairly. Some of the criticism is fair. Um, but overall, I'm like, bro, y'all just, just trying to find shit to nitpick at, just to be honest with you. But yeah, man, that's the episode. Uh, yeah, y'all get off my damn phone.